Hello and welcome to the January 23rd edition of the 3 Plus 1 Podcast. 3 Plus 1 is a multi-generational podcast that crosses lines with zennial and millennial voices. Political issues, social matters, and popular culture are explored weekly in a segmented format that engages, informs, and sometimes uplifts. I am your host, alongside myself, Tazzy. And we are joined today for our very first three plus one episode with the lovely ladies of the Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast. Woo! <laughs> so well, welcome. Just two out of three right. from Lemon Pepper Wet. Just the pepper and the wet. Today. Just the pepper and the wet. We're waiting on the lemon soon, right? The yes. lemon needs to show up. So the Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast is a phenomenal podcast that occurs on a pretty regular basis, right, ladies? Weekly, yeah. So you guys do a weekly format where you look at tons of social issues, entertainment issues, and all the great stuff even happening in your personal lives. Yeah. So welcome, welcome. Are Thank you guys going to give us? So and it's the Pepper and the Wet. Pepper in the wet. Yeah. Pepper in the wet. So welcome everyone to our very first episode, our January 23rd edition. So Bethany and Christina, I'm so happy that you both are here. Like, tell us about your podcast. Tell us all about Lemon Pepper Wet and what's going on. What do you guys talk about? How does it, how is it going? Okay. Do you want to, should I? God. Okay, so our podcast is called Lemon Pepper Wet, and each week we break down the lemon, which is the sour thing, which left the sour taste in our mouth. The pepper is the hot topic that everyone's talking about, and the wet is everything good, everything that quenches our thirst and gives us life. That's our tagline. So um, I think we just felt, first of all, we got the name from the show Atlanta, there was that whole scene, the lemon pepper wet scene. Like, if you're in Atlanta, you're eating wings. You're you probably eaten lemon pepper wet wings. It's a cultural thing, so that's kind of what inspired the name. But you know, we like to we try to highlight things that are happening in our community because we love Atlanta. Forever, yeah. we love Atlanta. How do you feel about the podcast? Absolutely, I think I think initially what prompted us to do the podcast is that we wanted we're we all listen to or yeah the three of us Mm -hmm. the women's not here as we previously mentioned but we all listen to podcasts and we didn't hear very many voices like ours Mm -hmm. in the space so we kind of created our own little space our yeah we wanted to fill a niche that we felt like wasn't being met so that's what ultimately yeah inspired us to do the podcast and also it's kind of like you know Especially in this day and age, there's so much happening in the world and everybody has an opinion. And it's like, if we have our own space where we can say whatever we want, that's kind of dope too. Like, I would like it to be on my platform with my audience and whoever wants to listen, you can listen and we could talk about it. So, yeah. Absolutely. What about you guys? What inspired you? This is the the first episode. Dee Dee, talk about it. Let's see what's going on. (laughs) So one thing that's really great about all of you lovely ladies being here with me is that I've all known you at different points in your lives. Mm -hmm. When you were much younger, like literally you were students. And so (laughs) this is an amazing time, I think, for all of you to be alive. So it's a genuine blessing that I'm that I've been able as a teacher to stay in touch with students like the three of you mm-hmm. who are at a moment witnessing true history. And when I listen to all the podcasts, I'm reading all the stuff on the internet. I'm not 
or I don't feel that I'm hearing the true millennial voice coming forward. And so for me, three plus one is a platform for an amazing, you know, up and coming media mogul like Tazzy Hall to give voice to what's happening in our world from a millennial perspective. I'm the Zennial and she's a millennial. Well, okay, what and exactly you guys is a Zennial? Please so tell me. Thank you for asking. A Zennial is a term that represents a very small whisper generation of people that were born between Generation Y and the Millennials. Mm -hmm. So we were born like from 1978-ish to about 1983. And so we have this unique perspective in that we're a part of both worlds. Mm -hmm. So we are a part of the things that you guys kind of grew up with because we were were growing up and learning as well. But some of the things uh, from the previous generation we carried with us too. So that's what kind of makes us Zennial. So as long as it's that little bitty pocket of people Mm -hmm. and luckily we're actually wanting to be recognized and to be standing apart because we don't belong with Y and we don't belong with Mm -hmm. the millennials we're our own little thing and so that's cute and we're making an inference I'm very proud of my fellow zennial voices out there Mm -hmm. and I hope that some of them are listening to this podcast and wanting to engage with us as we go down this road together each week I think that's a really original idea I love the idea of bridging the gap between the two and I also think that the Zennial generation, they have a unique perspective on things because maybe when you guys were growing up, you didn't have so many technological advances. So you remember the time before we had so much internet influence and like so much <laughs> social media. No. Uh, not to say that you guys are guys. They like, sound <laughs> so elderly, man. They're like, <laughs> you remember the time. <laughs> Newspapers were five cents. Like, Dee Dee. That thing makes you sound so old, but it's great. No, I, I, mean, I mean, you mean, just like on the, on the cusp of the ladder in the Yeah. I understand exactly <laughs> what I mean, Bethany. You get what Newspapers I'm were shade. 75 cents, but they weren't the $2 uh, that they are today. So, that's my perspective as to why I feel like this is a great opportunity yeah. for us to dialogue. Tazzy, what do you think? I think it's great. I'm super excited. Um, Everyone knows that I love the entertainment industry and talking and I'm very verbal. And of course, I'm excited to be doing this with Didi, who is my mentor, as most of you know. Well, you probably don't know because you don't know as yet, but you will. Um, But he is my mentor. I really feel like everybody who's going to listen to the first episode, uh, they probably know us. They will. (laughs) I'm definitely sending it to everyone that I know then I probably sent this to you in the text message. So, yeah, yes. my mom. Yeah. Oh, and to my friends, I think Didi is my sugar daddy. He's not. He's my mentor. <laughs> definitely do not think that should make the cut. That needs to get edited out. That's so Really brief story as to why that was even stated is that Tazzy goes with me. Now we go to the same church. We're both impactors here in Atlanta. Yes, impact. Where Olu Brown is our amazing shepherd Shout doing some amazing Olu. work for the United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. And so in church, we walked in together and Tazzy's uh, friends were texting like, oh my God, Tazzy's coming in with her, you know, sugar daddy. And, um... How inappropriate is that? I'm walking in the church, church and the first text and I have, I, I get, have no kids, nor do I have any sugar. I don't have any money. The first text I get, my friends are in a group text with me and they're like, Tazzy just walked into church with her sugar daddy. Is that how y'all doing it now? And I said, what a I am at that's church. So right? I, was like, I guess that's church. a very millennial thing. Yeah. Is that a millennial no, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Millennial have sugar sugar daddy. Yeah, sugar daddies. Both. Yeah. So <laughs> I texted them back and I was like, y'all, this is my mentor. And they were like, is that what we're calling them now? 
Oh, no, it's my <laughs> <laughs> You know what? All of that mess you know, does not belong in church exactly. anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like, we're in church. You see me in church? Come sit with us. Don't accuse me of being on my sugar daddy. But no, he's my mentor. And I'm super excited about doing this podcast. Um, we've always had a great relationship. But seriously, on a serious note, we it's that time of the show where we need to talk about the up. So every week we're going to have an up, we're going to have the down, and we're going to have the clown. And so it is my pleasure to talk about the up. And the up is something that's really great and really motivational and something that really shows the best of kind of what's happening in our world today. This week's up is the celebration for of Martin Luther King Jr. holiday this year all around the United States and actually throughout the world. People recognize the amazing accomplishments of this civil rights hero and icon. And what's great is that regardless of all the differences that we're experiencing in our world today, we were able to come together to recognize that this man and what he brought provided to our nation is worth celebrating. Uh, in addition to that, coinciding with the service that many Americans put in on on in this day of celebrating uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we had a number of historically black fraternities and sororities celebrating their anniversaries of service, and they were able to contribute and give back to our world as well. Tazzy is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Yes. So, Tazzy, tell us about some of the things that perhaps you did and your sorority did in honor of uh, Martin Luther King's Day of Service as you even celebrated your founders uh, this year. What year is this? Yes, um, year 110. Uh, Congratulations. The most amazing sorority ever created. The first we and the finest. We love them all. Alpha, <laughs> Alpha sorority You're all equal in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> but basically, our Founders Day always falls on like Martin Luther King Day. So there's always a parade or um, community service event. So I know a lot of my neos did community service today. And a lot went and marched in the MLK parade downtown. So a lot of organizations definitely, you know, contribute to doing the march and remembering MLK. So it's always an amazing time because like uh, Dee Dee said, there are a lot of you know, Founders Day is that land in the month of January and we can and we all love them come all. together. <laughs> yes, we all come together and celebrate MLK. So it's, it's no shade, no anything, no favoritism. So all Founders Day, I'm sorry, I'm going to veer away because I'm very curious about the sorority fraternity because I didn't go to a traditional four-year university. So like what draws one to like pledge? Like what makes you want to be in a sorority so my personal experience is my aunts like your family a lot of times it's, it's like family ties okay. yes I have a lot of aunts that are AKAs I have a few that are Deltas you know they're they're different organizations but it's like those favorite ones those people that poured into you that mm-hmm. were always nurturing and those good mentors you you draw towards whatever organization they're in and I've always had powerful women of AKA be in my life so mm-hmm. once I got to college I always knew I was going to be an AKA there was no if and buts about it like oh there's a plenty of other organizations on campus but I knew like my aunt Veronica my aunt Jada and all those people were AKAs and that's what exactly the type of women that I wanted to be mm-hmm. so it just draws you family what about like you Dee Dee aren't you a I'm a member of Iota Phi Theta mm-hmm. and I don't have the same story as Tadzi in that I did I'm the first person you know first generation college student so I was attracted mm-hmm. to Iota Phi Theta because they were different and they were committed to doing and going a different path. Um, founded in 1963, the organization that I joined was at Mississippi State University, the Gamma Psi chapter, and they were committed to a non-traditional path 
of service and servitude and citizenship and leadership. What does that mean, non-traditional? Is that, well, the fraternity, of course, started with a number of men who were non-traditionally aged students. Many of them had been in the military. Many of them were already married. Many of them had already started their lives. And so they were bound together in 1963, the heart of the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. on the campus of Morgan State University, dedicated to doing things a little bit different. That you didn't have to be... a legacy. You didn't have to be mm-hmm. someone who had educated parents. You didn't mm-hmm. have to be someone who's even a traditional college student. You didn't have to look a certain way. You, had, you didn't have to fit a certain box. And for you three ladies who know me, I don't think I fit in any box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so, of course, Iota was a clear calling for me. And okay. I was really thankful for my time and service. And I've enjoyed my years of service to the organization. I feel, of course, that all of our Greek letter organizations could do more. And I hope that any of them who are listening, any members who are listening, are going to heed the call that we committed ourselves to and do more, not just on days like MLK Day of Service, but every single opportunity that we get, we should be giving to our community. Never before, and well, probably since the inception of our organization's of mine and civil rights movement. I don't think it's, it's been a long time since the need for what we stand for mm-hmm. has been so crystal clear. Yeah. And we have to meet that need. We're living in a very charged time for African-Americans. Mm-hmm. These are African-American organizations and they have a commitment to the community to step up and serve that community. We have the loss of possible financial aid funding from the Department of Education. We have the Black Lives Matter movement. We have tons of things happening and we need every member of every organization to take a stance and get behind the work. Mm -hmm. And with that said, that kind of goes into this week's The Down. Yes. So The The Down this week, as most of you know, if you keep up with social media, if you just keep up with the news in general... Donald Trump called many countries. President Donald Trump. Are you are you respecting? I'm definitely respecting the office that God gave him. Okay, like I said, Donald Trump called <laughs> many <laughs> African countries. It's and hard to it's hard to respect him. It's so hard. It's so hard. Great, you know, you're right. This is important. So think hard. about this. What you think about this? That regardless of any personal feelings, he's still the president of the United States of America. Who president? President Donald Trump. Oh. And <laughs> the same way that I would become furious when people would say that, you know, President Barack Hussein Obama was not their president. I put the same way. The American people elected Donald Trump to be our president. But did we? we? Did, did we? The American no, people. Not the American people. <laughs> that whole electoral college yeah, was like, like, we were not. It's like, a little sketch. It's a little sketch. It like, he didn't get the popular vote. She like, got the vote. Like, she got the popular vote, but that's not the so way our constitution, that's not the way our constitution is established and set up. So he is our president, but you may continue, but I'm going to give him the reverence of the office. President. Oh, you're very nice. You're super nice. I low-key just want to call him DT. So DT (laughs) got on the internet and called Don't call him DT. That's too much like DD. (laughs) (laughs) I don't keep confusing. Donald Trump got on the internet and called many countries um, that black people come from shithole countries. Allegedly. 
Allegedly, yeah. that is though. It Allegedly, wasn't alleged at all. He said Did that. you? Was it recorded? I'm pretty sure he said it during like a, a press. It conference. was reported by other people that yeah, he said. Yeah, and then he it, tried to come back and say, "I didn't say that." Right. Did I say that? Like he tried to act stupid. But anywho, allegedly, and unquote. also went on to say that we should have more immigrants from places like Norway. Yeah, like <laughs> Russian immigrants. You know like I oh did. God. I did see an article about um, Russian women. Maybe it was Russian. I'm not sure but it was a european country that the women were coming over to have, to have babies yes. here and it was so beautiful but it's like if you replace these white women with brown bodies brown and black bodies it, it would be like you are trespassing Just, yes, you use our resources yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly it's not such a herald thing like oh wow how cute you came to the united states to have a baby. Mm-hmm. so, so the shithole comment is definitely um, are down for the week, but to add on top of that, I love my people. Yes. But every single thing cannot be turned into a positive. Like, this is a horrible thing, but a lot of you got on the internet and were like, I'm Haitian and I have four master's degrees and a PhD and I make $100,000 and I'm from a shithole country. This is not one of those incidents where you need to try to turn something horrible into a positive. Like, that's going to make this the down. Like, be proud of where you're from, but don't try to turn this into a positive thing. It's negative. It's horrible. He's trash for saying it. You should be offended Yes. anyone would call your country where you're from yes. a shithole. Like, I don't want to live in a shithole. I don't want to be proud of being from a shithole. I'm not a shitty person. Thank you. So why should you further perpetuate that negative stereotype? Like... It's not even a stereotype. It's just a shitty thing that a shitty person said. Like, if he said it, if he said it, allegedly, David produced that he did say it. Now everybody else said he did. David produced that Sunny said. Like seriously, no. Senator David Perdue is, I think, Sonny's cousin. Okay, it's for real. They're kin. No, they're in real life. Okay. Either way, I feel like just be offended and feel like it's disrespectful, but don't try to turn this into a positive thing. It's horrible. Yeah. All of these, I'm from a shithole country. That is terrible. Like, no, stop hashtagging that. Stop making these videos. I agree to a certain extent. Okay. Some things can't be turned into positive, but on the other end, Mm -hmm. I do feel like it's a good way of exercising, despite what you say about me. My country is great. And so, resilience, too. Yeah. It kind of like, right. yeah. Well, okay. In that case, I feel like people should have changed the hashtag. Thank you. Change they the verbiage. Don't change, say that. Don't repeat the word. Yeah. yeah. Like, do not further, like, make that thing, make it a thing. Like The whole timeline is pound. I'm from a shithole country. Pound. Like, sis. <laughs> stop saying that. Just say your country is amazing and right. he's wrong. Yeah. But don't keep saying I'm from a shithole country. What, you're what from a shithole country. What like, else should they have said besides okay. asshole? Other other <laughs> options could have been. Like, what's I need, the opposite I need my of thesaurus right show. now. Yeah, what's the opposite of that? <laughs> there is no opposite. Just stop saying. It. <laughs> so like literally the opposite. So I guess Not that's a great now segue Not from the. The up, the down, and now we have the clown. And every week we'll have the clown where this is someone who's just done something that was 
beyond like you just can't come back from it it's so it's just idiotic stupid. Yeah. it's so stupid idiotic is a much better word I apologize in advance <laughs> <laughs> so okay so there if you are a millennial you're probably familiar with this age of like YouTube stars and YouTube gurus and vloggers and bloggers and this whole thing this whole society it's a, it's of, a vlogger just okay. for those videos and okay. older who may not a know a vlogger oh. with a V is a person who who video catalogs their day. So they'll walk around with a, a camera. A video blog. A video blog. And a blog yeah. is like a written... Like a journal. Like, like a journal a online. Yeah. Journal. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but it's a video blog. So there's one particular, very, very popular, I think he has like o- at over 4 million followers or something insane like that, white kid from who knows where. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter either that he's a white kid, but... It does, actually. And I he, feel like it does. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had his most recent vlog was him going to Japan to this one particular forest. I cannot remember the, the name of it. But it, but it is deemed the suicide the, forest because it's it's famous because a lot of people go there to commit Right, at the foothills of Mount Fuji. Very sad. Very, very sad. So anyway, he goes with his friends to this forest they venture into the forest with their video camera and they come they stumble upon a body like duh like it's just that's what happens there so Mm -hmm. they stumble upon a body and then proceed to post this dead man's body hanging from a tree all over the internet for a million people to see and they're laughing and they're giggling and they're making very light of the situation and it just was of course he was met with insane amounts of backlash youtube removed him from their platform altogether. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like how... Was he suspended for a period of time or he's completely out? Well, I don't know. He lost a lot of What's endorsements. Logan, Logan Paul. And this is not even like the first video. There was an... I did not watch that particular one because why would I? Mm-hmm. But there was a video of him in Japan just like causing mayhem. Like kind of... Being a real king of the jungle or whatever. Yeah. The monkey, of the, monkey of the jungle. <laughs> Being the real monkey of the jungle. Yeah, he was just kind of... Remember Jackass, how they would just, like, cause mayhem in the streets? Right. He was doing things like that. in, In another country. In another country. So, I mean... He already doesn't really have respect for the people and the culture. Like, when you travel, like, you should always be... I just feel like you should always be vigilant. You should mm-hmm. always be on your best behavior. You are a representative. You're a visitor. So this is a really of- good opportunity to kind of just ask, though, because I kind of feel empathy for, I don't know Logan Hall, right? Paul. So, yes. Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah. So no wonder when I just Googled him, I didn't get anything. Logan Paul. P-A-U-L-E. So I feel really bad for Logan Paul. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let's hear it. Many young people are driven by social media and what social media provides, the attention, the validation. And if you guys are saying this young man has made a career from that, then he constantly is looking for the next big thing, the next viral video, the next big post. So he went beyond where he should have gone, probably in terms of taste, in terms of what's appropriate. And he may not have any guidance who to tell him this is stupid. When you are young, you make lots of mistakes. If you don't have adults there to help set the guardrails, especially with something like this. But that's why you have a video voice on three plus one. But wait to help provide the guardrails. Because you guys will say S hole way more than (laughs) legally allowed. 
looks like first of all, first of all, how he's like twenty four. Can, can we Google look that? Google it. And and at any rate, like we all know what's right from wrong. I and there's just not, there mo- because this forest is so famous for suicide. Poor Logan Paul is only twenty two years old. He's younger than everybody in this room. Poor? No, he's not poor because there are signs like this is a this place is famous for this and they know that and there are signs right, this is what there are yeah, signs yeah. leading in the forest like you don't have to do this like your life is precious like there are all of these signs so it's like right. you there was he, a thought process that there led was a up thought to this process point. he wanted a reaction he did it i don't know if he thought it was going to be a negative i don't know if he thought people were going to be like oh wow that's so cool which is weird but he, i feel like we need to stop Giving people or giving people cred or like giving passes. people passes that benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the no. doubt for age. Because I feel like when I was twenty two, I would never film a dead person and put it on the internet. Mm. That just seems crazy. Like that just seems. It, it seems like something. It seems like something a white cis male would do Ooh. because he can't because he runs the world. So, so for world. those zennials and older, what's a cis male? A cis male is a heterosexual male who presents as mm-hmm. or person agree. who presents person. as male. I completely agree. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't know that, but I wanted to make sure that know that. that. Like, I know my mama is hearing this, and she probably never heard that. Right? You know what, I Deborah? Also- this is for you. <laughs> I agree that there's a lot of like signifiers and names for people Correct. these days and even I, I admit that sometimes I'm late to the train like okay mm-hmm. hold up let me let right. me do my googles like let me make sure that I'm aware of how people want to be presented right it's important yeah he's a se- heterosexual white man who presents as a man mm-hmm. so I just think that this is behavior that we've seen historically time and time again like savagery almost to an extent not caring about the people's worth like it just it it seems so beyond like what I could even like fathom doing as a person at any age in my life like because because my life was so different because I was taught so differently than he was like my upbringing is so different it's just like I don't. Ha- I would never think that I would have the privilege to go and just exploit someone's dead body on on the internet. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I would even be able to get away with it like the same way he has. Like, no. I don't think so. I, I don't know. He doesn't get a pass from me. He definitely gets the the what the clown. And so that's a great kind of transition when you talk about uh, the you know a CIS correct uh-huh. a, you know yeah. male. Uh, and then kind of going into our entertainment section, kind of leaving some politics behind. Talk about entertainment or uh, musician Genuine, mm-hmm. for those who didn't know, has received backlash for refusing to kiss a transsexual celebrity Big Brother co-star on the uh, celebrity Big Brother show being filmed right now in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's India Willoughby. So you guys, any thoughts on this? Or do you guys know about this big news story? It's a double standard and it's bullshit. I'm sticking to my point that it's bullshit. You're looking at me like I'm crazy right now. You're huffing and puffing over there. But it is because if it was the other way around, we'd be calling... Can we just take a one moment? Yes. What is a synonym? What's a synonymous word for BS? We can use better words. <laughs> okay. What could be a better word for BS? Malarkey. That is like that's when <laughs> you say things like malarkey, Bethany. Nobody will use it. Nobody will say malarkey. But this is malarkey. This is malarkey. <laughs> but genuine did it 
is a malarkey. <laughs> it's malarkey. It's mackerel. It's maroon. Hogwash. A better word for BS or malarkey would be give me a real word that okay. we would really use. You tell me it's unfair. I think it's unfair. Unfair. It's contradictory. It's contradictory. So it's tell contradictory. You want a really I like, strong I like word. You said double, stand, it double is standard. It is double standard. So why is it a double standard? Because mm. if it was the other way around, what do you mean by the other, other way, way around? around? Okay. Yeah. So if genuine was the aggressor trying to kiss up on a heterosexual woman, or not even a trans woman, a trans woman, whoever. At the internet would be saying he's a creep. He's uh, he's too aggressive. You're he's saying out that if genuine would have been the pursuer, yes. Of any the woman, yes. whether she be straight or yes, yeah, cis. <laughs> cis or transgender, the internet would be trying to kill him at this moment. But the fact yeah. that this straight man did not want to be kissed by a transsexual woman, the internet is transgender. A, transgender is that the correct term? Educate me. Transgender. It's transgender. We apologize in advance for any language that we don't know and have correct. We're going to work on the appropriate nomenclature. Yes. As we continue to grow and evolve, I think that the appropriate term that would be transgender. Tran- yes. Transgender. It, the fact that Genuine did not want to be kissed by a transgender woman, y'all, the internet is trying to make him seem like he's some type of crazy mm-hmm. man that's like out of line and totally right. against the transgender community right. and that's not what it is mm-hmm. that's not fair at all because if he was the one trying to kiss someone else and they weren't with it then we all would be and saying and no one would yes. bring into question the sex of either person or exactly. their sexual orientation it's, very, like, it's just it should just be a matter of if he doesn't want to kiss this person then he shouldn't have That's to. it. But now they're trying to make it seem like he's against the transgender community. And I don't think that's the case at all. Like, he didn't want to be kissed. He didn't want to be kissed. That's fine. And that Why? should just be the end. That should story. be the end. But they're making it a huge deal. And I think it's completely inappropriate. It's de- definitely a double standard. Mm-hmm. I think in this age uh, or in this time where sexual misconduct and sexual assault and the light is being shown on those type of situations like i think it's important for us not to jump and mislabel people as assaulters or aggressors or against somebody when it's not even the case because if i don't want to be kissed by anyone man woman other whatever mom dad sister yeah like i don't want to be kissed so i don't that's your choice yeah that's that's your choice i shouldn't have to explain that there's no explanation and in the situation that he was put in it was kind of like she was talking about how men when they find out her status or like that she wasn't a biological woman that they are kind of like not interested anymore even if they were at first and so to prove that like she tried to kiss him and I don't think that's fair to put him in a situation as an example has Miss Willoughby undergone gender reassignment surgery or we don't know. We don't know. I, I don't really feel like people really talk sure. about that much. Like trans persons, I don't think that's necessarily something that they discuss very openly often. Often, which often. is fair, which is appropriate. Yeah. yeah, it's a very private matter, so I wouldn't expect, or I wouldn't. I don't think it's a. I don't think they should have to. No. You know, but also I don't think Do we you should be mad at anyone. Okay. Well. What's your question? Well, I had a question, but then I feel like I answered it for myself. I'm like, at what point do you tell a person that you are a transgendered 
person. But I don't, I can't answer that question. I, I don't know. I can't answer yes. that. I have no idea. And, and she has undergone um, gender reassignment. Yes, yeah, she mm-hmm. now has the uh, you know the the gender that's appropriate for her for her for, her, for who mm-hmm. she is. Okay. So. Well, I don't know. That that's one of those things. I think the trans community like I myself need to take it upon myself to educate myself about how many times what I'm going to say myself <laughs> <laughs> but you know I that's something that I need to be educated on because I don't know and I don't want to be what do you feel like you need to be educated on though just how we're just like okay is it like is it a thing the that you talk about yeah the nomenclature like the the right words to say and I just don't want to offend anybody so yeah. I guess I guess, like, I guess the what I always understand it to be is I mean obviously in this case we can't but the as far as using the pronouns you just kind of ask people like yeah. what they prefer or they you prefer to them as they just say that mm-hmm. and that's a great segue from <laughs> one topic into the I do I just want to before segueing when you talk about offending people mm-hmm. because now we're going to segue into the H&M advertisement that talked about the coolest <laughs> monkey in the jungle oh god let's um, get there. and so we are going to go there talk about offending but I want to take a moment to say that you know genuine you know was once married just a famous, you know, Soleil, yes. another singer. And we don't know, to, at least I don't, I haven't seen the episode. I don't know what really happened on Celebrity Big Brother, but we don't know Genuine's, you know, dating status. We yeah. don't know who he's dating. We don't know who he may have at home. Right. And we don't know how that kiss could have then impacted his personal Personal. life his actual wife or fiance or girlfriend or whatever he may have and I feel like that's really to me the bottom line is that on celebrity or reality TV shows people are constantly pushing the envelope Mm -hmm. and so many people jeopardize their relationships for these one fifteen this brief moment of pain and you have to always keep in mind the commitments that you've made so we don't really know what he has at home and maybe the show will explore that or bring that out so but the you general know, I definitely yeah I definitely feel that I don't fall in line for saying I don't want to be kissed yeah because like, we all have the right to say we don't want to be kissed right. and it should be respected yeah. Yeah. Consent the same way that across correct, the board consent yes. across the board for all hashtag me too I too should get consent <laughs> before I am kissed <laughs> I agree I I a hundred thousand percent agree like right this goes all the way back to like Kindergarten. Who was what was that nursery rhyme about kissing somebody? I don't know. Georgia Ford? No. 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 That's like something y'all did maybe doing double dutch or something. There was somebody who got kissed in a nursery rhyme. I and kissed the girls and or made, made them cry. cry. Oh, yeah. wow. Georgie Porgy oh. kissed the which, girls, maybe. Now or that I'm may, thinking about it, maybe that sounds, Peter, Peter, Pumpkin. I don't know. It was one of them. But that sounds that scary. Like, oh. Why didn't you make them cry? Maybe because he was kissing without consent. He was kissing <laughs> without consent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, before we offend, I hope this isn't offensive, right? I feel like I'm, you know. No. We'll see. What? Wait, what part do you feel like is offensive? Hope I don't know. I feel like all of it is. I'm very worried. Um, <laughs> you know what? And I've been thinking this and like just from seeing things on the internet and like having conversations with people, I think because everyone has a cause and everyone like we're very sensitive sensitive these days but we should be sensitive well, I think we that we should, should be, be. I mean, that, I that's think a we, part of consideration want, and right. empathy so the yeah. whole I want three I want us to represent the best of right yes. I want us to be we should be sensitive we should be 
continuously growing and evolving and caring about other people, including um, Logan Paul. So with that being said, we <laughs> no, now go no. to the offensive part. <laughs> Not I think ahead. it was highly offensive what H&M did with their recent advertisement slogan, the coolest monkey in the jungle. So ladies, what are your thoughts? Go ahead. So is it is it uncomfortable to even talk about? No, it's not uncomfortable. I feel like it's just trite at this point. Trite. Like I'm not surprised that this happened. I don't think I think H and M knew what they were doing. Their stock went up I'm, the very next day. It went up. Yes. Wow. So I don't. Th- I think it was very intentional. I think they knew exactly what they're doing and that that what they were doing and that people would be that's in a shock. An outrage that H and M stock went up Is it after them? they offended an entire everyone in the world. <laughs> they should be should be offended. Yeah. by this constant ignorant racial stereotype. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've purchased clothes from H and M. Has anyone here not purchased clothes from H&M? I'm trying to see if whatever I'm wearing. Yesterday I had I will never again purchase clothes for anyone. Okay, well, we were talking about this on our podcast, Lemon Pepper Wet. I don't care how (laughs) cheap it is or how free it is. Hashtag boycott H&M. But but this whole white supremacy is so closely related to most things. Like, when you think about big corporations, like, you could probably boycott literally everything. Like where 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 do you draw the line? Like when when do you when it becomes this blatant and it becomes okay. this obvious that you have absolute disregard for me as a human being? That's when you get boycotted. Okay. So there may be lots of undertones and lots of companies and organizations and corporations that you know are impacted by racist people mm-hmm. who have racist views. But when you're willing to go this boldly out and get on a national stage, an international stage, and say that you know this guy's this young man is the coolest monkey in the jungle and even to the point where you've convinced his family that this is appropriate and it's okay that's when you get boycotted by me because our power lies in our our, that is our power we have to it's collective income that drives this company like they went up in stock well that's fine you can increase your stock we can bring you back down and and decrease your sales but Didi you're talking about offending the family as you know the mother told the world to Hike leave down. it alone. Like, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I'm not offended. Mind your business, basically. So how do you feel about that? So I feel as though she has that right. And so I'm proud, you know, that she exercised it, that she was able to feel empowered to speak up and say that. But in no way does that change my opinion that H&M is a company that I will, ne- that I will never be able to support. And I encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to never support. Mm. I mean, it's hard to say that when it's like the the child placed in this hoodie. The mother is like, y'all are tripping. Stop being upset about this. It's not that big deal. So why do we need to be offended when but the mom Tati, is like, let me throw my kid we, out here. Tati, we've seen multiple instances of parents who don't have their kids' best interests at hand. That's true. Mm. And like there's organizations in place to protect those children. I feel like this is abuse in some senses. Mm. Like I... I can't imagine putting a child or my black child in a shirt like this. Right. Like, I think just because she's saying it's okay, and who knows what kind of rule book she's playing by, like, who knows how desperate she is for money or, you know, <laughs> how desperate she is for money or what she might need. You know, H&M very well could have been like, well, we're going to pull him from the ad. We're going to retract our contract or what? I don't know, you know, right. what have you. Who knows what motivated her comment? 
And then have we verified that this is actually the mother saying this? Like, I'm curious. Or is curious. it just some random no. lady? No. Uh, Blackie has a sink. She wrote a statement. They had her her information and what she said in the statement and all of that. It's on the internet. It's there. I Honestly, I think that none of this was an accident. It was all intentional. I feel like companies have noticed that when they offend the black community, we in turn talk about the thing for weeks sometimes. So it's like it's free it's, promo. Uh, it's free promo. Free like promo. I'm not surprised their stock went up because people <laughs> probably went to the website like, oh, I gotta see this for myself, mm-hmm. and they probably like they had a big, they had an eighty percent off sale. Yeah, like right after. So none of this is by accident. I just think you have to pick and choose your battles. Like, are you willing to? Pros, I mean, like, you could buy your clothes anywhere else. Like, whatever H&M sells is not so unique that you right. can't find it somewhere else. Right. They don't get my business anyway. I've never had a pair of pants in H&M fit me ever, so. That inclusion. Right. H&M. Yeah. Black people wear right. these monkey t-shirts, but <laughs> black women with booties can't fit any of your pants, and that's a problem. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm boycotting H&M indefinitely like I don't shop there daily whenever I go to buy clothes that's not the first place I go to to buy clothes but I just think we need to we need to be aware of the 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 power in our words yes. like yes. they are capitalizing off of our the power in our words and also like you mentioned our buying power like our yeah. lemon said the other day that instead of like making it a point to boycott but let's just be more cognizant about buying from black brands or brands run by poc and like mm-hmm. make that your effort okay but let's talk about that Okay. So that came up. I saw that on Twitter where people are like, okay, well, we're going to boycott H&M. Let's buy back, buy, buy black or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they showed an example of how <laughs> black businesses will sell you a sweatshirt that costs $300. Like, no, I can't okay. afford this black wait, business. Wait, <laughs> H&M, H&M is going to sell me a t-shirt that's $2.50. But then and then black then people are like, to make a list of black businesses that you're going to be able to patronize where your money's going to go further. If you are buying a $2.50 shirt, it is pure trash. It's going to shrink as soon as you even put it on your body. We're going to find you some very strong brands. There are many other things in my closet. The t-shirts that I wear are from amazing black businesses that Mm -hmm. do phenomenal quality work. These are young people, millennials, just like the three yeah, of you, yeah. who are committed to building a brand and they are building a brand of quality. So we're super excited to be able to talk about that. So on the very next episode, I'm going to highlight three Please. of my favorite yeah. black-owned um, retailers who are selling great shirts and great products who I bought from who have given me amazing products. And I'll even take some pictures in those shirts. Like oh. right now, this shirt is from Target. 
Okay. But <laughs> I am going to find some. I think the issue is, I think what is stopping us from buying black a lot of the times is like seeking out those brands. Like it takes work to find. Yeah, they're just not visible. They're not visible. It but takes work to find a brand more. that you like and that is like catering well, to your price point and your mm-hmm. style and your flavor. Like all black people don't like the same you know, thing. And it takes work, right? It yeah, takes it work. Takes it takes work. commitment. Listen. But in the same way that, you know, but that's what, that's what we have to do Mm -hmm. we have a responsibility to our community to do that work Mm -hmm. to go out and save up our money and be inconvenienced wait for it to come in the mail if we have to order off amazon or from a website or from a web design but then feel the pride in knowing that you've helped somebody else just like you you've helped another black woman get ahead and that's a sense of pride Mm -hmm. that you know is going to move the community together collectively so that when someone like an h&m calls your son a monkey (laughs) without directly calling your son a monkey you, they will suffer the consequences of their monkey actions. I can boycott that, and I completely understand. I can boycott H and M, but at the same time, I'm poor. Like Issa Rae wore a sweatshirt on Insecure, and that I looked I wanted. at it so many times. Like, am I gonna make this version? Three hundred dollars. No, we can't pay. It was like we can't say yeah it's a nigga's sweatshirt yeah oh, don't say that's why yeah. I didn't say it because Didi has his thing but okay. it was a sweatshirt that Issa Rae wore on Insecure and I wanted it I was like very popular I think it was I really like $200 it. but the thing it. okay you may not be able to afford it but statistics show that black women have the greatest buying power in fashion and hair care that's true. beauty that's true so there's somebody out here who can that's buy these true. black brands but at the same time all black women aren't able to do that but, at the moment but okay Tazzy, I think no they're not but they're but there's someone that can go besides H&M yeah, and there's someone that can go I understand that I can companies say let go of H&M H&M let's yes. like can we collectively in this room agree that we're going to boycott H&M okay I can boycott H&M Sure. You know what? I I don't like to be definite about anything. I like to keep it easy breezy. So I won't buy from H and M. That's because you're that's because you're in October Scorpio. I already said we November Scorpios. We cut it out. We cut it over. You're out of here. H and M, you're done, monkey. First of all, H and M does not wear pants that I can wear. Like I said earlier, so I can already boycott them. They can't take my money because I can't even fit their clothes. So it doesn't even matter. Mm. Let them go. So, as we move from the muckying around <laughs> done by H&M and all the muckies who chose to make that uh, advertising um, happen, a number of celebrities who have done H&M campaigns were at the Golden Globes. Okay. We know that we're now in major award season and one award program that recently happened that didn't get as much press as the Golden Globes was the NAACP Image Awards. So, Bethany... What yeah. what are your thoughts on this? Um, as a person who lives for award season, this is my season. I watch TV, I watch movies, like I'm all about directors and all of that. I've noticed that a lot of us black people we complain that there's not enough of us being represented represented in the categories, winning the awards. And um, the 49th NAACP Image Awards just happened today, actually. Or it was aired today, but it already happened. And I feel like we weren't giving enough shine 
on that, you know. I didn't even know that they aired tonight. You don't even hear about you it. You don't hear about I don't even know <laughs> what channel it comes on, but this is an award show for us, by us, right. and full of us. So, <laughs> FUBU. FUBU, yes. Um, Shout out to... <laughs> Damon, so we love um, you Damon. for the work you've done, for the, being the groundbreaker and the pioneer that you are. So, Damon, my favorite shark, shout out, bro. Mm-hmm. Is he still a shark? He is always going to be the shark. He has to be the only black shark forever. And he can be, we can have 20 black sharks, but Damon's still going to be the shark. Shout out to you, Damon. Okay. Well, um, so I would implore everybody to look up the list of winners and nominees because chances are your favorites. One. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that we would much rather talk about make the Oscars black or make this black as opposed to highlighting our own black white wow. acceptance? What what mm. proximity to whiteness? Yeah, white acceptance. You want white people to congratulate you and say what you got going on is amazing. It's not enough for black people to say you're dope, you're great, you're amazing. We support you. It's like. A lot of people need white people to approve the things mm-hmm. that they have going on. And that's why the Oscars and the Grammys and all of these things will happen. And black people are forever going to be like, well, we want to win awards here. We want to win awards here. No, we don't. We don't need these white people to go into a room and vote and say that we're great. We are great. So like, we don't we need a seat at the table. We need our own table. Yes. Okay. We bring the table. Honestly, everything that's in the world is based off of black culture. We create everything. Oh, my God. So from a zennial... <laughs> You know, I'm sure that some zennials would be like, you know, gonna get mad at me and send me off of a bad mail saying, shut up, <laughs> monkey, you don't represent <laughs> us. But I feel I would my answer would be because those awards are older, more established, and they were here first. Mm-hmm. Also, it's about the recognition that you get from a larger audience of your peers. And you want respect from all people for the quality work that you do, or at least that's what I would think. Because uh, the Oscars, of course, predate the NAACP Image Awards. I'm not knocking the NAACP yeah. Image Awards. You know, maybe one day you will give us one for best podcast. And you know what? And coming from and like, we'll get after lemon pepper wet because you guys were there first. <laughs> coming, so we, from we respect our elders. The just like the line of work I do and like the field, it's it's a big deal to win an Oscar. So I can't knock any black person for wanting to win that Oscar, for wanting to win that Golden Globe, because it is a status thing. It's like, this proves, like it carries weight in the entertainment industry. So I can't be mad for people wanting to be a part of that group, you know? But at the same time, if we beg for something if we want something and it's there we should also respect that like you have people hyping you up you have your own peers your own community saying like you're dope we nominate you for best children's book like they have a category for outstanding literary work (laughs) these award shows were not originally created for us that's why i could not they weren't hattie mcdaniel the first black woman to win an Academy Award. Gone Gone with the the wind. wind. Couldn't even come on stage to receive her award. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're still like, we want this award and we want these things. That that woman couldn't even go up there to get her award. That's a problem. Okay, Tazzy, let me ask you this. Say you you want to be 
a celebrity. You want to be a household name. Say you are nominated for an Oscar for whatever. Are you going to boycott the Oscars? Are you not going to be excited that you've been recognized on such a grand scale for an Oscar? Would you not go? Oh, girl, no. I'm not going to lie and say, hell no, I don't want this award. I'm going. I'm going to get this award. But at the same time, like... I feel like that same energy should be towards NAACP awards. Yes. I can agree with you. It should be awards. towards BET awards. I agree. Yeah. If we could collectively get on the same page, I think a lot of times it's just the fact that as a, as marginalized groups, we don't all band together collectively mm-hmm. enough. At this, because yeah. what it boils down to, a lot of times we see that other people want what we have they mm-hmm. see how we're doing things and they go they bite off of it they try to emulate our style the like if we, everything yeah we if everything. we divest from whiteness white supremacy and we really actually banded together i think we just don't god, we just don't do god that. created everything tazzy okay black people created everything god created us and we created everything <laughs> <My God. laughs> Everything in the world comes from black people. These video millennial riffs. My God. He almost had a heart attack when I said that. But I will stand true to that. Like, God created black people and we created everything that is amazing in this world. And I stand to that to the day I die. Okay. Well, well, I feel like everybody has contributed. Everybody, every race has made amazing contributions (laughs) to our society. Every, I mean, I I think there is. Uh, we can't I like diminish that you're being and discredit. This is a nice. moment, right? I, I applaud this moment in history yeah. where we are empowered again because that this moment happened before. Yes. Right? This isn't the first time. Yeah. Right? There was a whole entire you know black nationalist movement where black people were really you know empowered and unfortunately exploited as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in another moment because we recognize the urgency of what it means to be black in America to uplift and praise each other. But I don't want to take away from the fact that other people in the society have contributed to Hesse. But, but I'm proud of what we have been able to contribute <laughs> and what we have been able to do. And so I guess that's really great. It's a great segue to ask a few questions to, to the ladies. Yeah. So Bethany's a big, you know, entertainment person. And mm-hmm. so with that, what, as we reflect and con- con- look at the big things that have happened, the big things that are getting awards, what have been your favorites? So let's do that for all of us and kind of talk about, first and foremost, the TV. What has been the, just one, the best of television for you this past TV season thus far? The best of TV. Mm. So if you were giving out, you, if you were giving Ooh. out the, I have mine. If you were giving I out the three that, plus right? one, what would we call it? If we were giving out an award. We call this is it, an award show. This is happening. Our right award now. show right now, the three plus one. So if well, you, he got an award. The, My person is the plussy. The so if you were giving yes. out the plussy. Uh huh. I'm giving it to. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna call it the plussy. So, <laughs> Sounds terrible. If you were giving the, the the four. Okay. The four award. Yeah. The plussy. If you're giving out a plussy, I like the plussy. we'll call the plussy. I like the plussy. Tazzy is giving her plussy to um, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us. Okay. My least favorite character on the show. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Just your second least. I can't like really contribute. Either. Because you like that white man that's in town and acting crazy. I like Kevin. I hate Kevin. Kevin's an all-star. No, Always he's been not. Top dog. He's, mm-hmm. oh my God. He wants to 
blame everybody for his issues. No, it is everybody's fault. No, it's not. He was ignored Take by his parents. Take responsibility for but your life. The brother, the, the right brother. brother. He's the twin. He's yes. the oldest. He's Take the first to walk. Okay. He's, He's selfish. Always been an overachiever. Oh my god. I love you know Kevin. what? I've seen two and a half episodes of this. Is, <laughs> this is us. So I know okay. the characters. I know there's the three kids, the parents, and then this other guy, <laughs> and then the other parent. Miguel. But um, from what I've seen, I feel like all the acting is really good. It's good acting. It's it's oh, good it's acting. Sterling, can, Sterling, but he's a winner. Amazing. He's won multiple. Amazing. Years. He's a great actor. I didn't say he was. I just said I don't like the character. Okay, but he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, right. I agree. Fair. That's your plussy for television. Oh, my plussy goes to Sterling. I hope you're listening to this, Sterling. I'm gonna send this to you in your DM so that Ooh. you can listen to our podcast. That's a married man, and he's very faithful, you and he loves plussy. his wife. But yes, I will send you this podcast because you received the plussy Don't from Tazzy. Plussy through the mail, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Number no, one rule. First rule. Don't- don't send your pussy in the mail. Slide in anyone's DMs. With your pussy. Sterling, you win my pussy. So, Bethany, you're going to... Because Ted just jumped in and took your pussy. Oh, sorry. No. She took your pussy no. away. Okay, what? but if we're going to do... I don't want to do actor. It doesn't... It can be TV. Whatever Anything. you want to give yours to. Um, Best I, performance of the year on TV or I show. really, I really enjoyed Atlanta. I thought it was an amazing piece of work. Like, shout out to the ATL. Shout out to the ATL. Like where the, our housewives are real and our mayor is named Keisha, Keisha Lance Bottoms. I worked on her and our superintendent is Maria Kristoffen. It is. Um, so I really liked Atlanta for the cinematography. That was amazing. I feel like the authenticity of like showing Atlanta, not just the pretty parts of it. But all of it encompassing like the club scene, like everybody wanting to be a rapper because that's really popular down here. Like they even had the Migos in it. And then the story of, uh, what's his name? Donald Glover. Like his acting was amazing. I thought it was really surprising. I didn't think it was going to be that good, but it exceeded my expectations. So I'm really excited for the second season. Can I get my plus? So, yeah, Christina, who, who do you give your plus? My plus goes to Issa mm-hmm. and Insecure. I mean, I just think that she just was what black girls needed. Mm-hmm. Like, she's such mm-hmm. a great representation. I love how real she is. Like, that's, I think that's my favorite part about Issa and her brand is just her realness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I don't know if it goes to the show or if it goes to her. They both can get it. Awkward black girl can get it too. Like every, I that think whole Issa <clears throat> is so representative of so many of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like yes. we've all been her There's at one part piece of, the, of us that Issa just right a little piece. It doesn't yeah. mean the whole Issa. It's just down right, the, the whole somehow. Issa yeah. down to the Drake obsession. Yeah. Oh my down god. To the Drake I'm obsession. Down to the the. Cons- Consistent Drake obsession, Issa in the show and in real life. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Didi, you made a face when she nominated Issa. What's the problem? No, I love the show. I'm trying to think, who am I going to give my award to? Oh, and okay. so I'm really thinking deeply. There have been so many great performances this year mm-hmm. um, on television. So many, you know, really things that are worthy. You know, I can't lie. My favorite show is Game of Thrones. But this year's this season was really was the weakest season for me. 
So I can't wow. give it. I can't I give it. A, I won't recognize it this year. Okay, it's felt like a That's filler fine. season. Like. So I guess my 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 award would go to. But even this season of Stranger Things wasn't great. Mm. You know, and I love that show, mm. but it wasn't great. So I'm trying to think what okay. show really touched me and really compelled me to say, you know, this was great programming. Mm. You know, I guess I would have to give my plusy to. Um, Robin Penn Wright from House of Cards. Okay. So I, I love always love Claire well. as a character. I love how Robin portrays her. It is always on point, perfect. Yeah. The, the, the perfect. And the, the, the show... I know it's in limbo, but that's oh, no, who I guess I was going to I'm all about her now. Right. It's going to be her. They took okay. Kevin Perfect. out. That's fine. But I don't, even, I don't even know. How, we'll see. Hopefully that the show will I'm still sure be strong. But she's, as a, as a supporting character on a television program, she is, I guess, hands down for me, my my plusy. So okay. any movie plusy, real quick, movie performances this year that you would Not want to year. recognize? I guess I will go. And start off since I went last because I definitely know who wins oh, my favorite movie, <laughs> Plessy, and it is um, I'm not gonna say the name right, but I think it's Timothy Shalot Shalot. I'm probably saying okay. it wrong. He was in a movie called um, Call Me by Your Name. Oh, I need to see that. And the the performance was so strong from such a young actor, okay. mm-hmm. and it was just the perfect nuanced, balanced performance. And I was really impressed. I read that book back in two thousand and eight when, oh, wow. when the book okay. came out. The book was was beautifully written, but but glacial, very beautifully written, but slow in plot development. Mm-hmm. So I thought the movie would be similar, which it was, but it was still captivating, and it was only captivating to me because of the strength of the performances and his performance to me, hands down. I cannot see how we cannot win Best Actor. Wow. But he may not. For the plus or for, or for anything. For he, did, every, he did. He got nominated for He was Golden nominated Gold, for the Golden Globe, but then we're going to see what happens He's to the I don't know. Sometimes I'm like weary about young actors. On the, I don't know if this is his like debut performance. He's only like 20 or No, he was actually in another young. movie I love, Lady Bird. So he was oh, in Lady Bird. It's okay. a good movie for, for you, for, for young it. ladies. And you know, I love my sisters. I think it was not, it got, it won for Best Picture, no? Yes. Did, and did. Best Actress. And Best Actress. For but not Best Horsey. Director. Horsey. Which is weird. Yeah. Not um, Best Director, but Best Picture. Best, so. Okay, cool. Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would just go to Tiffany Haddish. She was like the most standout of 2017. And she opinion. actually won an NAACP Image Award for Girls. Show. I love how you just keep coming back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it Please because do. I want us to Start like recognize it. And like we can't be, we know it's there so we can't be ignorant and keep being upset about something that's already there. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, yeah, I think mm. Tiffany Haddish just as a person, I really love her like started from the bottom now I'm here story that's Seriously. always inspiring. I mean and she really <laughs> started from the bottom. So and and Girl Strip was just a good movie. It was a great ensemble. It was, like, it was a feel good movie. Yeah. And I went with a group of girls. We did a girl strip to see girls. Girl we did that whole vibe and it was cute. Oh. Your movie? Um, my movie. I guess I would say I don't. I don't think I watched a lot of movies this year at all. But Get Out still stands mm. out to mm-hmm. me. I just watched it. It's on HBO Go now, so you could stream it and watch it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this was a good piece. Like it was something that we hadn't seen before. A 
predominantly black horror film and more so like social commentary than yeah. horror. It was scary because it's Spoiler, real. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary because it's, it's real. It's scary because it's real, but it, I mean, a horror movie where all the black people live at the end, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that's my thing. Like, I like scary movies, so I was really excited to watch it. Um, what's his name? Jordan Peele. Like, I was already a big fan of his. And to know that he's going to continue in this kind of style of filmmaking makes me excited. I'm excited to see what he puts out next. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say that my movie was Mudbound. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. How was that? Oh, it was amazing. Now, I'm looking at the, you know, little tell you about it. Mm-hmm. It actually got three nominations yes. for the 49th NAACP Image Awards. Um, but Jason Mitchell, who was one of the main characters... And Garrett Hedlund, Hedlund, I don't know if I'm saying that right. They really just, they played those roles. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary J. Blige is in this movie as well. She was the, you know, the the praying mother. You know, in gospel songs, the praying grandmother. Uh, she was the praying mother, praying for her son. But Mudbound was really good. It was one of those, you watch it and you get upset, but then you realize this is great. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie. Like, it's it's reality. This is really what happened. You can be upset, but that, it's, it's, it's a real story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciated it for that. It wasn't over the top. They didn't really exaggerate it. They didn't draw it out. They mm-hmm. got to the point. It will piss you off as a mm-hmm. black person in America. It was set in Mississippi, correct? Yes, it was. My home state. Shout out. Democrat. <laughs> 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 Didi had to shout his mama out on the podcast. Shout out to Deborah and everybody else from Mississippi. <laughs> yes, but check out Mudbound. It is definitely on Netflix. It's worth a watch. It is. It's on Netflix. It is. Oh, okay. Netflix original. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like an independent, like select theaters. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Oh wow. Go watch Mudbound. Mary J is in it. She's cute. Okay, okay, so those are our pluses, and so we'll continue to give them out, and we'll do that. Guess the musical, the music round of the pluses when we get to our, our what is it, Grammy the Grammys, season, Grammy yeah. time. Yeah. So now we kind of, I guess, you know, what what time are we in the podcast now? How long are we? Where are we at? An hour. So it's a good time to kind of bring this on in, and so every single week we are going to conclude with a few things that we really, really love. That's really, really, really. Uh, important to us things that are, we want to share with anyone who's listening mm-hmm. and I will start off with my very first thing the best thing ever for me this week is Weight Watchers so I definitely am super excited I'm coming up on my one year Weight Watchers anniversary and Yay! I'm really excited that I'm going to be able to share with the whole world, anyone who knows me personally and, and, and then of those of you who are listening on the podcast, you know, my weight loss journey. I'll be sharing before pictures and then I'm going to be sharing a few pictures along the way and then I'll be sharing, you know, where I am today. Uh, and I'll also be showing how much weight I lost. I'll be showing the whole story. Some months I went down, some months I went back up. So it's been a great journey. And what's been phenomenal for me is that the program really, really worked. Uh, combined with just increasing my activity 
the system gave me a way of monitoring my eating and kind of going away from some really bad eating habits and some ways that were really healthy. But not just healthy eating, but sustainable eating. Like I can eat like this for the rest of my life and know that I can be healthy. And more than anything else, the best thing about Weight Watchers is that when I started the program, it was really my impetus is that I had high blood pressure. And I never in my life had high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. My blood pressure was significantly high. And I never dealt with that. So I was really surprised and I was worried. And after four months of being on Weight Watchers, my blood pressure was normal again. My cholesterol was in a very desirable range. And so I truly believe that this program has been a significant game changer for me. And I'm super excited to continue it uh, throughout 2018. So for me, the best thing of the week would be Weight Watchers. Mm. All right, well, my best thing of the week definitely has to be my Aveeno Glow Cleanser. You guys, I am one of those people that at the end of the day, I cannot wait to get home to wash my face. And my Aveeno Glow Cleanser is absolutely amazing. Like once I put it on, I wash my face, I know that I've completed my day Mm -hmm. and I'm about to be, you know, sleeping, like having the best sleep of my life. So (laughs) I vouch by that, this stuff, like to the day I die completely, it's great. I'm never going to stop using Aveeno products. It's great for my skin. It glows. My impurities aren't going to be showing. It's just amazing. Amazing. So that is definitely going to be my best thing ever for the week. Um, you need some skin tips, follow me, you know, on Let's Talk Tazzy on Instagram and I'll tell you all about them. Okay. What about you, oh, You know what? I really struggled with this best thing ever product, but um, Lemon Pepper Wet, my podcast, we did a giveaway and... We featured a lot of the brands and people that we interviewed on our show. And one of the brands is called Defined by Three by our friend Corey. And when we got our shirts to give away, I was just impressed by the quality and like the creativity and the thoughtfulness that he puts in each of his collections. So each month is a different theme. Oh, wow. Corey who? Oh. Like, does he have an Instagram that we can look at? And, yeah, he has an Instagram. And all of these best things ever are not in any way paid, advertised, oh, no. products plugs. This is this is all genuine. Will always be genuine. <laughs> so who do we? Who so um, you can go to his insta. The brand Instagram is called Defined by X Three. So Defined X Three. And so each month he releases a collection of three products, a shirt, whatever, and there is a theme behind each collection. And so it's only available for that month and each shirt is $33. And after that, it goes into like a time capsule and then you can buy it at an elevated price just because that's how... That's wow. how commerce works, you this know? This sounds like an alternative to hashtag boycott H&M. Yeah. It, exactly. It absolutely Absolutely. Is. And the, the premises behind Defined by Three is that you're defined by your past, your present, and your future. Exactly. It's really cool because he does pay a lot of homage to, like, the past. Yeah. Yeah, he's also from Atlanta as well. I don't know if this is, like, an Atlanta podcast. Well, <laughs> at any rate, we're in Atlanta. He's based in Atlanta. And I just really love his brand i think it's dope i think he put a lot of thought into it and if we want to uplift black owned brands like this is one that i would definitely support 
Well, I want to uplift every brand that has a positive message, period. But I definitely want to be behind Defined by Three, in, like, this week. <laughs> in, you know, in response to H&M. Like, if, if everyone's going to boycott brands that don't look out for black people and you want or to. anybody, right? Or to anybody, me, really. You know, H&M has a history of abuses against people and cultures and just tons. <laughs> Christina, what's yours? Um... Okay, so I just bought a planner that has really changed the game for me. I bought it at the end of last year, and I guess that just came with me wanting to be really intentional with my day and like. Is this a planner? This is a planner. I the brand. I'm excited to hear about the planner. Oh, I like planners. The the brand. Educators love planners. Okay, I I do, and I have. I used to buy planners in the past and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But I really committed to it and it really has changed the game for me. Like every day, every part of my day means something to me now. And I feel so much more productive. The brand that I have is Blue Sky. And what I specifically like about it is because every day you have the time slots, which mm-hmm. matters. So literally at seven o'clock, I know what I'm doing. And I, that might sound really obsessive compulsive. However, I just feel like it gives me so much more structure. So I don't know. It, it changed the game for me. That's that same that's brand, Blue Sky, made my gratitude journal, which is wow. also helpful. It has a list, like it'll say five things that you're grateful for for today. And then it'll have, you know, what do you need to do today and then what's on your mind. So it's all like, you know, What's really interesting is that I'm talking to three millennials who are using a paper planner. Yeah. I would never use as a Zimio a paper planner. I would only use my phone and my digital tracking to stay current. Like I, I feel like it's not real until you write it down. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I feel I feel some type of way about putting pen to I paper. Need it. Yes. Like it and makes it I feel just, real. Maybe it's because we probably use our phone. I mean, I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that we use our phones for so many things. I have so many apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like True. not just Instagram and Facebook, but I mean like picture editors, like WhatsApp, all the messaging apps, all the photo apps. So sometimes I'm just like Ah, I want to get out of there. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't even want to go to my calendar. That's, That's just another point. thing that very I have to do in my phone. So and so I don't see my. It feels like a little vacation, thing. right? Yeah. It's like it's a wow. playground. My phone's not serious. That's when I get over there and play spades and check Instagram and tweet <laughs> right. and do all yeah. that. All sorts of reckless shit. Yeah, my serious life. I it's, it's on paper and yeah. pen. Like, yeah, that's wow. very real true. life. Is like I wrote this down. Right. My phone is a joke. And then I don't know if this is true <laughs> or if I just heard someone say it, but. It's it's like you have to write things to remember them. So, like, even if I, I don't remember I do. yeah. what yes. I wrote, I know that I wrote it. So I'm like, oh, I remember. I need to go back to my planner and mm-hmm. look at. Something. I have to write everything down that I'm going to learn. Yeah, so Sweet. that helps yeah. me really internalize. Maybe you taught me that at some point in my life. Pop very well. Could. And now that we've discussed the up, the down, the clown of the week, the best thing ever, and the best of us, on behalf of myself and Dee Dee, we would like to thank. Lemon Pepper Wet and you all that are listening for joining us this week. And we hope that you tune in again next week. Thank you.